What's up? Welcome back. Uh, what's this? The seventh edition? Well, it's it's like it's like seven point five because we had that half episode. We had a midweek episode this week, so we're 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 back though, regardless. And we're back on our math shit. Yeah, back, back in the basement. We're back on our math shit. We're in the basement. It's just, Saturday. Just three dudes in a basement. Saturdays are for the boys, and we're chilling. So I want to let everybody know that this is like the fourth time we're recording this, and that's the fourth time I had to hear Joe say, just three dudes in a basement. <laughs> there might be a fifth. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, this week, we're, we're trying something a little, a little different here. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna give you something. All right. So we're going with the top pitching staff of all time. We are going to assemble, each of us, five pitchers. We're going to draft them. We're going to sneak it because we can do what we want. This is our show. So it's going to go Joe, Scaff, me, and then we're going to loop it back around. I'm going to pick two in a row, and we're going to go with it. So a snake draft It works, is. Guys. It is exactly how it works. So, Joe, please start us off. Uh, I guess I got Luis Severino first, bro. Uh, he's the greatest pitcher of all time, bro. Right? Dude, funny joke. Uh, yeah. I know, it's funny. Okay, let's get serious. Uh, Nolan Ryan, first overall pick. Most strikeouts ever. Uh, I mean, what else? I don't really need to sold, sold, sold Nolan Ryan. I don't have to sell him. Uh, he could he could sell himself. Nolan Ryan is one of the greatest pitchers of all time, and I think he is the greatest pitcher of all time. First overall, Nolan Ryan. Sold, sold, sold. <laughs> Joe, you made a huge mistake there, pal. You left uh, the big unit on the board. That's who I'm taking. Randy Johnson. Two overall, no doubt. Dude, that guy, remember when he hit that bird with the baseball? That is just enough to have him. At that the top bird, that bird yeah. broke the space-time continuum. <laughs> that that bird knows Randy Johnson is the best pitcher ever. R.I.P. Bird. Yeah, seriously. Hopefully Greg Bird dies next. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> so, I apologize, Greg Bird. I, I don't want you to die. So, I got two in a row. I do. <laughs> so, I got two in a row here. Um, First. Your your boy Pedro Martinez and I'm going full Petey. full blown Red Sox Martinez Don Zimmer ah. in the fucking ground we're fighting like I Pedro. will hurt a 75 year old man in the name of my team so not Mets Pedro no Mets Pedro I don't want I don't want Pedro. anyone on the Mets I don't care if they were the best pitcher ever um so my next pick I th- it, it took me a while to come to this conclusion and I am going. With Greg Maddox. Solid yeah, it's pick, not bad. Solid pick. Greg Maddox, eh, I don't know, though. You left you left somebody big on the board as well. You made the same mistake as Joe. Roger Clemens is still on the board. Roger Clemens! Roger! <laughs> Roger Clemens. I'm talking uh, I'm talking Houston Astros, Roger. Um, fucking the Rocket. I don't know. I, dude, I used to have a jersey of him in my room. Uh, hanging right above my bed, and I used to wake up and just be like, "I love you." What Roger. about that? Uh, what about the Skeeters, Roger Clemens? Can I pick that, Roger Clemens? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can. You can. You can get the Skeeters, Roger. Yeah, you you can have him. Take him all you want. All right, Joe. Back uh, to you. I still don't know how we live in a world where Roger Clemens is regarded as a better pitcher than Sandy fucking Koufax. But that's my next pick. I mean, the guy speaks for himself. He's. He's incredible. I, I, I don't need to sell Nolan Ryan. I don't need to sell Sandy Koufax. I don't need to sell any of these guys. Uh, so I pick I pick Koufax next. I mean, come on, man. You got another pick, Joe. Ooh, okay. Uh, the dearly departed Roy Holiday is next for me. Uh, I mean, he was the pitcher of a generation. Like, like I've said, uh, any average pitcher in this generation needs to be regarded as 
a great pitcher compared to the past because anyone in this generation is obviously probably better with their stuff because that's just how baseball works. Every game evolves. So I pick Roy Holiday because he's a modern pitcher and he might be better than all of them, to be honest. Scaff, your turn. All right, I'm going to go with a name that hasn't been said yet. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go with uh, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, This was hard for me. I'm not going to lie to you. Just because that I thought that I... I thought that Scherzer was better than Kershaw. But then I realized, I looked long and hard in the mirror, and I said, you're a biased asshole. Yes! (laughs) So Clayton Kershaw is, is my third pick. You did right. some soul searching to yeah. find. It, I did. I want to let everyone know listening that I like this took a lot for me. So th- you got that from Scaff. You got a candid moment from Scaff, which is n- never before seen. And now I'm going to go with the fattest asshole, CC Sabathia. Oh, no. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. You got to hear me out, though. Cleveland CC? I'm going. No, I'm taking Cleveland CC, Milwaukee CC. Yankee CC. I'm taking all three of them, and and drunk CC. I'm taking I'm taking, I'm taking <laughs> rehab CC especially. You think CC Sabathia is the seventh best pitcher of all time? Can I just can you just let me explain why I took him? So he's won Cy Youngs in multiple leagues, which is very tough to do as it is. The Indians when he was with the Indians he was their big ace. He was the guy that got them traded to the Brewers. Wins the Cy Young, puts them in the playoffs when they had no business being there. They bought him for a half a season, and he gave them everything he had. He goes to the Yankees the next year, wins the World Series, pitching games one, three, or one, four, and seven. He they ran a three man rotation, knowing they could put him out there every game. So CC Sabathia gets that, and he's reinvented himself as a pitcher, as an alcoholic. <laughs> CC is drunk no, all the time, dude. Right, he can be hammered on the mound. That's fine with me. He's throw. He's got a three point like oh four ERA this year, and he's like forty. So listen, I don't care that he's hammered. I actually encourage it. But yeah, I, to, for to put CC Sabathia as the seventh greatest pitcher of all time is lunacy. Lunacy, Mark. I don't. I don't think you're right. I disagree. And wait, the last one though. I know we said starting pitchers, but I'm an asshole. Mariano Rivera. That's what I was. Mariano Rivera. Because he is the great, he's the Sandman. And I, the fact that I put Yankees on this list and two of them really sucks. But Mo is the guy. He was a legend. You couldn't, you couldn't not like Mariano Rivera. You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> That's, did that, no, that, I'm pissed. That's exactly what yeah, I was going to He's great. Fuck. All right. Four. Scaff. Damn it. Yeah. Um, Number four. I might have to just just go with somebody. Why is this so hard for you guys? <laughs> if we're in a fucking candy store right now. We could pick the greatest pitchers of all time, and you just said CC Sabathia and Mariano Rivera back to back. I know. I mean, Rivera's undoubtedly. Yeah, you can't hate on. Right, you we can't. said starting pitchers, and then you went with that, which is whatever. Mo's a great pitcher. No, no. Well, listen. I told you I make the rules, so I don't care what you say. I picked Mo because I think Mariano Rivera is one of the best ever. All right, my number four pick. I'm just gonna have to go with um, with Don Drysdale. <laughs> Los Angeles, fucking asshole, dude. Los Angeles Dodgers, <laughs> Drysdale. Um, that's a no-brainer number four pick for me. <laughs> this is no. This needs to be addressed. 
We were making this list before we started this show, and I was pitching names to them because apparently I'm the only one who has fucking talent. And I said, yeah, let's uh, put Don Drysdale in there. And both of them said, I have no idea who the fuck that is. So he literally just did that to smite. No, I do. Don Drysdale is the Dodgers guy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's Don Drysdale. I would go with Don Drysdale. I think, Joe. Ahead, wait, Joe. wait, wait. Don Drysdale, greater than Sandy Koufax. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Best Dodgers pitcher of all time, Joe. I swear to God, I'm going to bust a nut trying to pick up two all names. Right. All right. You guys left so many you names. You only have on the one board. name. You only have one left. It doesn't Oh, no, wait. You no, have, two. have two. You have two. Shit, we're doing five. Jesus Fuck me. Fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> I, the next one, I'm going to pick Doc Gooden. That's a little bit of Mets bias. But if you ever looked at a game that Doc Gooden pitched in Shea Stadium, it was electrifying. He literally pitched like there was no tomorrow, and it was incredible. On cocaine. Have you ever seen him pitch? <laughs> Can I finish my cocaine thought before go you ahead, refute me? I mean, this guy snorted a line and went to the mound and just looked like he was trying to kill somebody. And as we said last week, if you're trying to kill somebody on the mound, you're successful on the mound. So Doc Gooden is my number four. A little bit of Mets bias, but whatever. He's one of when he, in his heyday, he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time, no doubt about that. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Number five. This is my last guy, and I can't believe that somebody like this is still on the board. I'm going Tommy Glavin. The craft, the artist of pitching that I've never seen before in my life. The guy threw no harder than 90 miles per hour at any point in his career and literally dominated. The crafty lefty was invented by Tom Glavin. Sure, there are people before him, but he reinvented baseball with what he did. So that's my number five. That's a good pick. I actually like Tom Glavin. Uh, my number five guy, probably Tommy John. Uh, great, great pitcher. Um, never had any arm problems. <laughs> could, could go out there, give you 120, 125 pitches on a Wednesday. Go out there on a Friday, do the same fucking thing. Tommy John was a horse. Never had any arm problems. Go I've ahead, actually Mark. never heard of Tommy John, so that's, that's weird. I, yeah, dude, never heard of him. Go ahead, Don Mark. Drysdale, though. Um, now I'm going to go and... I'm not picking racist Kurt Schilling, but I am picking Kurt Schilling. Non-racist. I'm going. Kurt I'm going. Diamondbacks, bloody sock. Also, I'm going to throw in there. I, Kurt Schilling, as much as he's ruined his reputation throughout the league in this past since he retired, when he was playing, no one wanted to face him. He was he was dependability to the max, and it's unfortunate that he's a dumbass. And probably cost himself the Hall of Fame because of his dumb ass. Well, that's a different conversation. Yeah, but I, but I'm saying, like, you can't validate him through the Hall of Fame, so I'm going to validate his career through my top five pitching staff of all time. Fair enough. And listen, everybody out there, we clearly left some great names off the board. It's hard to pick 15 fucking pitchers since 1960. So I apologize for the CC Sabathia pick sincerely. Even the Mariano Rivera pick because he's not a starting pitcher. So I just like to publicly apologize for my co- my co-hosts. And if you have anyone who you would like to throw in the name, you can you know on Twitter you can mention us or you can email us or uh, even on Instagram you can comment. We would love to get some involvement and love to see what you guys think as who are the best pitchers of all time. And if you want to list off your top five pitchers of all time, go for it. We'd love to see it. And yeah, that's pretty much that. So now we're shifting gears a little bit to something actually huge news. 
um, there was a, a Bleacher Report article that, and it it was it was purely speculation, but if the Nationals fall off from where they are right now, would there be interest in trading Bryce Harper and seeing what they can get before they lose him for nothing? And on top of that, Manny Machado has a ton of suitors looking at him. But we're going to start with Bryce, and we're going to go to our resident Nationals fan, Kyle Scaff. I don't even know how to respond to this. You guys just set this one up on a tee for yourselves. Ooh, let's get Kyle today. Bryce Harper gets traded. Listen, buddy, okay? Nats won three games in a row. Bryce went three for three. We're recording this on Saturday night. He went three for three tonight, and they scored 18 runs, okay? We're not trading Bryce Harper, you fucking lunatic. I'm just saying, you have to think about it. If everything goes wrong, and this is probably a worst-case scenario for the Nationals where they are out of the division race by the end of July, or it's starting to look bad and the, the Phillies and the Braves are on top of their game, do you have to think about the future and, well, if we trade Harper, we can get something back instead of just losing him at the end of the year? And I know Joe is chomping at the bit right now to get in here. So, Joe. Wait, no. Even if the Nats are 10 games down, we still don't trade Bryce Harper because it's going to lessen our chances to get him back next season. In addition to, even if we don't trade him and we're 10 games down and we're out of the playoffs and we lose him next season, which are both entirely possibilities, but I don't think it's going to happen, we still have Juan Soto and Victor Robles. Like, losing Bryce Harper is not the end of the Washington Nationals. Well, that, that's a, but that adds to my point. You have those young guys coming up. So why not try to sell out on Bryce when you can? Not because this, because we, in my opinion, we still are in the race. Not only that, but selling him now just diminishes all chance of getting him back. We are in the race to get him back. Right. We're not. It's not like Machado and the Orioles, where Machado's like going to essentially leave. never coming back to the Orioles. Right. It's we're. I would say we're top three in on a, on a list somewhere. No. Yeah I, yeah. I agree with that. And not only that, like it's obviously opinionated, but. If you think that you have a good chance at re-signing Bryce Harper, you cannot deal him. Even if you're 10 games under 500 and they lose every game from now to the trade deadline, you still can't trade him. There, You can't pitch to Bryce Harper, even with a $400 million contract or whatever he's going to get, which is a shit ton more money than he probably deserves, which is a different conversation. You can't pitch to him that you traded him and now you want him back. So if they want Bryce Harper on the Nationals next year, even whatever the price that someone offers for him, whether it's the, any team in the, in the major leagues, you have to keep Bryce Harper. So now I'm just going to throw this out here. If you're talking to the Yankees and you're looking in there like we want Bryce and they're offering you Justice Sheffield, Clint Frazier, and another, maybe a third guy that's a top line prospect, you say no to that. Yeah, I still say no because I am still in the World Series hunt. Right. I watch games at night and think of holding up trophies. You know, like it's it's not it's not entirely out of the question. And we for another thing is that we don't need Clint Frazier. Adam Eaton is still young, and Robles and Soto are gonna pound up our outfield. And I think that I know this is crazy. I haven't told you either either of you this yet, but like Bryce Harper's been taking balls at first base. Just saying. He's not he's he's not leaving, he's adapting. It's a whole new story. All right. So, enough about Bryce. Let's move to Machado. This is a big All right. This is this is Staff, really I'll important. let you take this with, with the seven uh teams that are looking at him. So, so so at the moment 
on July 7th, there are seven teams in the running for Manny Machado. Just came out on ESPN. And in in order of interested and best offers, the Baltimore Sun came out with this. The Los Angeles Dodgers are one. Arizona Diamondbacks are two. Milwaukee Brewers are three. Philadelphia Phillies are four. Atlanta Braves, five. Told you. Told you. Cleveland Indians, six. Chicago Cubs, seven. Now, before we get into this, dive into this, first thing I want to say is that if he goes to the Cubs, it's all over for everybody. You think they're winning it? They, they, dude, they have Bryant, Machado, Baez, and Rizzo, and Contreras in their infield. And that pitch. And, and they're going to trade Addison Russell, who isn't good anyway, which is chaos. But I guess we should start with the Dodgers. Like, we, we could pick a few teams on this list, but the Dodgers, uh, apparently they gave the they gave the Orioles the best package, and you got to ask the question, is Walker Buehler involved? I think Julio Urias is involved in that trade because he's actually younger than Walker Buehler. He got hurt this year, so that's why we haven't seen him. But he's he was one of the most highly touted prospects when he came up. So if they – because Walker Buehler can help the Major League Club this year. And if the Dodgers want to make a run, and I think the Dodgers are going deep in the playoffs. I've been adamant about that for a long time. They're not going to trade Walker Buehler. But Urias, they can absolutely trade. And they don't have to commit to Manny Machado. They can tell Machado, look, this is just a rental because we have Corey Seager coming back. So we want you to just do what you can for us and then help you. And it's going to help Machado too because he can finally compete in the playoffs and try to get more money when his free agent contract comes up this uh, winter. Interesting question though. If... The Dodgers get Machado. They're obviously going to try and re-sign Machado, right? What do you do with – like, you guys don't have any think, problems with that, right? You think they, I mean, if you're the Dodgers, you sign Machado, even with Corey Seager. You think so? I don't think yeah. they would. I think they would say – You trade I think Seager. they would say to the Orioles, listen, you're not going to get the premium that you should get from Machado because you waited too long. Exactly. That's a so, great point because so, they could have traded him in the winter and they didn't. Yeah. Well, and – so yeah, which is bad management on the Orioles, but that could be a huge thing for another team. That's why you have there's so many interesting teams on here because the Diamondbacks would definitely be interested in retaining him. They would be one of those. I don't think the Indians would. I don't think the Indians would be in that the running to ret- I don't think the Brewers would be. I don't even think the Braves would be. I think he is looking at if the Dodgers are interested in him, maybe they resign him, but I don't think they will. I think the Cubs are the, his best option. I think if they trade him to the Cubs, that's why I think the Cubs are giving them a bad offer too because they know in six months' time they can have him for themselves. We have to go in the minds of what Manny Machado really wants. Does he want to go to a big city and be the face of that franchise or does he want to chase rings? Because I said a couple weeks ago, and you guys looked at me like I was fucking crazy, that Manny Machado could go to the Braves. And the way that the Braves are set up right now they're a young team, they're way ahead of schedule, and they're competing. So if Manny Machado wants to chase rings, the Braves should be on his shortlist to even trade for this year and possibly even re-sign, which sounded crazy at the beginning of this year. Right, and and they don't have a huge payroll. There's no, They have money to spend, so they could be one of those teams that's interested in, in beyond this year. I don't personally see it just because I don't think he wants to play play in Atlanta I don't think that's somewhere he wants to be I think he wants to be in like New York could we see the Mets going after him this offseason I I literally had thought about this the Mets don't I the Mets have the money like to spend after this year they free up a lot more money in payroll but I hope the Mets don't and I know that's controversial but 
I don't, the Mets aren't ready to do that right now. They're not ready to sign a big free agent like that. So they have an opening. They could move Rosario to second base because he doesn't look like a good defensive shortstop, but I hope the Mets don't. And like, that's a very hot take from a Mets fan because that's not what you're going to hear a lot of the time. I don't know. I think, dude, if you have the chance to sign Manny Machado, you do. The only, I feel like the only team in the whole league that, that would be bad with Manny Machado is the Orioles. Like, <laughs> the, Met, the Mets would be good with Manny Machado, I think. So, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. Right? right? I mean, they wouldn't be good. Depending good, on they if would, they keep their they'd be better. They'd be worth the money. Dep- it depends on what they do this summer. If they keep Matt's Wheeler, Syndergaard, uh, and DeGrom, maybe. Maybe they're we not, sign Machado. They're not, going, they're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I bet you they get rid that's, of I was, I was thought that's out of the question. I'm, they're going to pick up prospects is what I'm saying. They're going to pick up prospects with a trade, and then, nah, dude, Stop talking about that. He's not going to the Mets. Stop that. You had me. You had me there for a second, you motherfucker. No, he's not going to the Mets. All right. All right. So getting back on track here. Out of those seven teams, who do you think he goes to, Joe? Uh, I'd love to say the Braves, but he's probably not going there. Uh, I'd say Yankees or Cubs. I think he wants a big market, and you can chase rings with both those teams. So you're you're saying the Yankees, even though Baltimore's owner has been adamant that he will not trade Machado to the not, Yankees. Not, he's not getting traded. Let me be tra- clear. He's not getting traded there. He could sign with them in the offseason. Joe. 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 I asked you where he was going to get traded out of those seven teams. You gave me a team off the list, and you just said... Uh, okay, well, we I also said we also said the Phillies, <laughs> no, who said that no. the Phillies... And the Phillies said that they the asking price is too high the today. The Phillies are on the list. We made the list. The yeah, I know, but I MLB, read an article And MLB today. made the list. You read the article before that we brought this up. So, Joe, you're irrelevant. Scaff... I don't. No, I was just gonna say, what out of those teams, who do you think he's going to? Ah, dude, <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't even think it's somebody on the list. Oh, so he's not gonna pick somebody on the list either. No, you but then, unknowingly, no, but you, you unknowingly chose the Yankees because you, you said that's where that's he was what going I to think sign. His destination is after this season. Well, I said, but that's not what we're talking. That's about. That's half of what we're talking about. We've been talking. We just no. talked about the fucking Mets getting him. <laughs> And then we right, can't talk stop. about the Yankees getting him? Stop. So, my pick, I dude, I'd say that I guess the Brewers. Brewers have the best chance. I mean, not even the they don't. Not, it's not even true. Not even the best chance, but like best fit maybe for Machado. Like most room. I don't even know how to say it. I dude, this is such a I. When we were further out, like a couple weeks ago, further away from the trade deadline. I would say that Machado's going wherever. Like I don't even, I was saying wherever, but like now that we're closer, I dude, it's so hard it's wide to open. Think about. It's dude, it's uh, scary complete, too. Whoever is going to give the biggest package is uh, going to get Machado, and whoever that team is better win the World Series because they're screwed if they don't. This is the biggest free agent. This is the biggest trade deadline conundrum that I can remember in a long yeah, time. Yeah, this is the biggest star moving at the deadline since probably. Cespedes? Oh, or, well, Cespedes. He did a lot. No, not Cespedes. Yeah, Cespedes was bigger after he got traded, whereas Machado's huge now. Where And I think, as much as you guys are going to hate me and think that I'm saying this just because I want to, I think the Indians need him because the Yankees are overpowered, the Astros are overpowered, and the Red Sox actually look like they can win a playoff series this year. So... Yeah, if the Indians are gonna win, are gonna win a series. They're gonna need. With, they're gonna need Machado. him. They're gonna need him. So, but I don't think that 
at once if he does sign there. Say he no, does, I don't. He doesn't sign. No, he's back. not. Yeah, he's not. If they get, if they the trade Indians for him. are dumb if they do too much money. No, no, they're not. They, I don't think they'll resign him. That's what I. I don't. I, I think they would trade him for a half a year and say win us a World Series. And I think they would be taken seriously finally if they got him. We're gonna move ahead though. Trevor Bauer. This was hilarious. Came out with probably the funniest thing ever this week on what is it Jeff uh, Passan his podcast for Yahoo Sports he said he's only signing one year deals for the rest of his career because he made a bet with one of his buddies back in like 2013 no 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 it was like 2009 it was like before he signed his first big contract that he would never sign a multi-year deal and if he did his buddy got to shoot him with a paintball gun in the balls from 10 feet away now, this is revolutionary. All-time all story. Revolutionary. Trevor Bauer is a fucking character, but this is out of left this field. This is amazing is what it he is. He does his charity, his 420-69 charity thing. Awesome. That's funny. Accuses Charlie there. Morton of his spin rate and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and no, and Trevor Bauer claims to have never been drunk. I don't know if you guys knew I that. Did, I saw that. That was Trevor bullshit. Bauer. Trevor Bauer claims to have never been drunk in his life. I don't know. I don't know if he's being sarcastic or not, but I literally can't tell because this guy is a fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a whack job. He's a fucking sociopath. If, if Mark, if I said to you, if you were becoming a major league pitcher, I said, "Yo, Mark, if you ever sign a long term deal, bro, let me shoot you in the nuts at a paintball gun." You maybe in the moment you'd be like, "Yeah, sure, deal. nope, deal, bro." <laughs> but once you got like ten milli in your pocket, first of all, odds are we ain't even speaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> there's no way you come. I come near you with a paintball gun. Yeah, I'd be like, dude. That first of all, like injury. Yeah, implications. And, and, well, <laughs> and let's just look at this from a team perspective. If you're the Indians, are you sitting there like, dude? Wait, what? You won't sign a long term deal with us? I, I guess not. Like not I even that. like if you're the in, if you're on the Indians team, you're thinking, dude, I have to change next to this guy. Yeah. He wants a paintball gun to the dick. <laughs> what do I even do well, right now? Well, How technically, I, yo, Trev, bro, is that what you're into? Well, like, <laughs> technically, I guess he doesn't want a paintball gun to the dick because I, I, uh, he touche. he touche. has said he will not sign a multi-year deal in order to avoid that. But wouldn't you say that in order to offer up an opportunity to get shot in the paint with a paintball gun in the dick, you want it more than the average person wants well, it? Well, he also didn't have to bring this up at all. Could you? Yeah, can, can, he, like, he, really? You're you could have just said he could have just said anything else. Yeah. But <laughs> honestly, like if we're talking about it from a contract perspective, this could rewrite baseball. Uh, like a short-term one-year deal after every single. First of all. He's going to go, even if he doesn't stay with the Indians, he can go to a contender every single year and compete. That's what he said. That, that's, that's, that's nuts. That rewrites how, first of all, it's very unselfish. I'll give him that if, if he's being serious. But it's rewriting I the contract. That's very selfish. Yeah, no, that, that's like incredibly Where's selfish. your loyalty? Like, yeah, bro. I, and I love Trevor Bauer. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I hope the Indians sign him to a 10 year deal, but they won't because he wants one year deal. What's going to happen, though, is that the owners aren't going to budge. They did this in free agency the last, like this year, this past year. Everyone thought they were getting a big deal. JD thought he was getting a big deal. Mustakas, owners didn't budge. They have a fucking cartel, dude. Trevor Bauer says he's not signing multi-year deals. I bet you fucking cash money he signs a four-year deal with somebody. And that's going to change sure. the season. Anyway. We got Harper and Machado. That, that they're going to get yeah, a they're fuck getting their money. money. It doesn't matter. Dude, I I'm just saying though, like Trevor Bauer isn't going to change the way baseball contracts are. Done. But we've seen it in the NBA. We've seen guys in the NBA. LeBron, when he went to the Cavs, signed only a one-year deal. He ended up staying there for four, but. It was all one year. So that player movement ha 
is something that in the NBA has become huge. And the whole fin- like financial security has been taking a back seat to... And the NBA sucks, dude. The NBA is bad. Yeah, the NBA sucks. I hate no, the NBA. I agree. I, maybe we have some NBA fans listening, but like, can't even watch it. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's bad. It's a joke. But my point is that the players have taken over that league. The players oh, like, are way more influential. It's a player-driven league, so I guess it's a little different in that respect. And I hate I hate it. No, I, I, yeah. I love the MLB. Yeah. If Trevor dude, Trevor Bauer won't sign anywhere, the owners are stubborn and they have billions of dollars. Think do they pay people they LeBron James gets the highest contract in the league, whatever. They pay fucking people like that just to stay out of their way. That's literally they have so much money they could do whatever they want. Do you think Trevor Bauer has any power over ownership in the MLB? You're fucking mistaken, dude. Trevor Bauer just won't sign anywhere. He'll go play in fucking San Diego minor leagues for the rest of his He'll life. He'll play for the uh, the Skeeters, whatever the Skeeters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roger Clemens. <laughs> oh, we're back on Rod. Roger. All right. So that's Bauer. He's a, a great character. If you don't know enough about him, definitely look into him because he is a funny guy and and should be. A household name. He's a great pitcher too, so that adds to it. All right, we're rounding it out now. We're going to the one minute opinion. Scaff, uh, are you abstaining from the one minute opinion this week? I am. You're abstaining. It's gonna be a two minute opinion next week. Oh, we're getting a double one minute opinion, otherwise known as the two minute opinion from Scaff next week. So you have something to look forward to for next week's episode: the two minute opinion from Scaff. I'm going to actually just cut Joe off right here, and I'm going to make my one-minute opinion. And it's on Joe Balzano. Joe Balzano, for those of you who don't know, is, one, clinically insane, as I said on our 4th of July edition. He is crazy. Two, partly mentally challenged. He has mental deficiencies. So, So Joe is trying to send his audio to our producer Jake and he sends it to Jeet who is a foreign exchange student at, <laughs> at Western University Western Connecticut University so Jeet if you're out there and you heard this audio from Joe please disregard it and just un- understand that he has a lot of problems more than you know so jeet we love you buddy and we hope that you don't ever listen to joe's audio <laughs> jail hashtag so, judge joe so, that, so that's it joe balzano not only is he mentally handicapped and a fucking sociopath he is a real life hero saving the world with one grand larceny attempt at a time. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We all hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know the Twitter. You know the Instagram. You know the email. Hit us up. Give, yeah. Give us, what, give us what you got. We love you guys. Thanks for listening.